This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Bev's Video Kingdom is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Bev's Video Kingdom really is brought to you by... What the fuck? What's up, dude? One of my renters broke the toilet again. That dude takes giant shits. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. Why don't you hire a property management company or something to take care of that stuff? Because they suck, and they take 10%. You know, our dude Hank owns and manages Heritage Realty Partners. I think he said he only charges 5%, and he visits each property at least once a month. That's right. He's always posting beers from the road. You have his number? Actually, I do. His personal number is 805-451-5734. Perfect. Now he can deal with my renter's big shits. Heritage Realty Partners. For all your property management and investment needs. Bev's Video Kingdom is brought to you by the All Valley Under 18 Karate Tournament. Hey kids, looking to burn some energy while beating the shit out of kids from other karate dojos in a highly unregulated environment? Then the All Valley Under 18 Karate Tournament is right for you. Our single elimination tournament bracket will be stacked with a bunch of testosterone field savages ready to roundhouse their opponent's skulls into little pieces with no regards for their own safety. But what kind of protective gear will I need? The answer is none because we think pads and gloves are for pussies. What kind of strikes are allowed? Who knows? We may or may not disqualify you for illegal strikes. Our rules are really vague on the issue. <laughs> Does my karate school qualify for entrance to this tournament? Hell yeah, make some shit up. We aren't checking the qualifications of anyone. Just sign up, pay your entrance fee, and start letting those hands and feet fly till your opponent is a bloody lifeless heap on the ground. Winner gets a giant trophy and will probably be a San Fernando Valley legend for the next year or two. So don't forget to sign up for the All Valley Under 18 Karate Tournament today. <laughs> was, was that Rex Kwando? Like <laughs> yeah. I was like, you think Starla just goes to anybody? Uh. Welcome, welcome to. Whoa, welcome. welcome. What the fuck? This dude? is mine. Oh my god, I was afraid this. I was gonna host. I was gonna host this episode. I did Karate Kid. I said that in April, I think. Are we gonna have to battle like Karate Kids? <laughs> <laughs> is that a challenge, dude? Is that how? Is that how they? We do need it? to. Hey, you know what? If we need to karate to decide this, I'll karate. Let's go to the garage, guys. Guys. I mean, I'm a little confused. I'm, I'm oh scared. shit! Oh god! Okay, okay. and it's up. Oh. <laughs> Oh my and lord, he yuck. just whacked on his <laughs> He whacked me on. He whacked <laughs> on his nose. I'm gonna whack him off. <laughs> now Zach is he's throwing roundhouse roundhouse elbows. I didn't even know that exists. He's throwing roundhouse elbows. Oh my god, they both got chopsticks now and they're trying to grab each other's nostrils. Oh, Oh. oh, that's a ball flick. He oh. flicked his balls. Scrot attack. <laughs> oh, my Lord. And these are zombies, Scotch. Why are we watching zombies fight? This is very strange to me. Well, I suck at it my hurt. job of burying bodies, is, apparently. Is my voice acting over yet? Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> that was a great job. I mean, Nate just got knocked out, unfortunately. Uh, Zach decided to uh, uh, do a spinning backflip kick. 
It was a spinning back flick fist. Oh, oh I'm shit. sorry. I thought I thought the foot hit him. I didn't realize it was the fist. So. I hit him with the foot fist. That's how bendy he is. The Gosh, foot fist. Dang. So welcome back, guys. It's good to see you. We're alive. I tried to I tried to kill you. It's good to be seen. And uh, but you guys keep coming, which is great. This is uh, it's yeah, good to be back. It. It's good to be back. It's uh, it's a very humid and uh, wet and tropical, kind of hot tropical night out here in uh, Bev's outdoor studio. I loved uh, little Schnitzel, the dog's uh, voice acting in that in that skit. He came through clutch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Schnitzel, get balls. <laughs> Sick balls. Sick balls. Oh, Sick comes straight over to me. Thanks. Um, well. We're gathered here today to talk about one of my favorite movies of all time, the 1984 classic, The Karate Kid. Not to be confused with the uh, abomination of a film made by Jaden Smith at some point afterwards. I don't think Jaden made that. I think he just starred in it. No, I think he was like super (laughs) creatively involved. If if you watched it, you're like a 12-year-old thought of this plot. (laughs) He definitely like wrote it in kindergarten and then they were like, this is going into production. This is Will Smith's kid. Let's make this movie. No, it was, uh, so the karate kid, 1984 came out a year after I was born. I remember watching this movie over and over when I was a kid, which is crazy now because now when I watched it, I told everybody on a previous pod that I tried to watch it with my kids and they were like, holy shit, dad, this is the most boring movie I've ever no, seen in my life. Not. I swear, dude. They wanted to turn it off. They didn't want to watch it. My daughter fell complete. asleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> did, did they make it through it at least? or No. no. They didn't make it through oh, it at all. Geez. I also, after listening to the Goodfellas pod from last week, I, I wonder like, if Daniel had stayed in uh, Jersey or wherever he was from, does he does he join the uh, the crime family? Like he had the, oh. I feel like he had the voice and everything. The whole time I kept thinking of Goodfellas when I was watching this. Right. Yeah. He could have fit in, man. Oh, is, yeah. is LaRusso, is it LaRusso? Yeah. I think it's Italian, I'm assuming. It's Italian, right? Yeah. I mean, he's just like the most like, hey, forget about it, like type kid when he shows up to freaking <laughs> Reseda. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe that's why they came out to California. Yeah. Oh, he had to escape. That backstory is yeah. they were escaping because she knew that he was getting too deep into the, into the, uh, the mob world. Oh, no, so. no. I think she divorced one of the mafiosos. Oh, oh even better. I like that better. Yeah. I, why is she? Why is there no dude around? Because he's in the mob. They never mentioned the dad figure either. Not at all. Not even. They yeah, can't talk about bit. that. Yeah. No, they can't. They <laughs> can't. <laughs> this is all making sense. Uh, all right. This so, is, see, good segue from Goodfellas to Karate Kid. That's nope, how we nope, do it on the nope, BBK nobody, pod. Nobody knew that knew that Goodfellas was a prequel to Karate Kid. You know who only figures that out? Uh, an award-winning two-year-long podcast. Gentlemen, oh, yeah. this is our two-year anniversary of the bvk pod i love anniversaries oh it's been an Pod impressive run cheers, cheers gentlemen cheers to cheers, cheers, cheers to that. two years clinky, oh my clinky. lord ching, ching, clink, and, and though we haven't been on the uh the deluxe edition the deluxe edition <laughs> network the entire two years scott yeah we have a couple of podcasts <laughs> of nice segue <laughs> Is that where God, you're going dude, with that? I'm just fucking firing on Man, all cylinders. He's right, right back it's, in it's like, it's like he didn't miss a single day. I love it. It's so great. Yeah, so this month we have uh, uh, two podcasts of the month. We have The Broken System and Quad Pro Quo. Uh, the Broken System is a podcast about discussing what happens when law enforcement and or legal system gets it wrong. And they try to help right some wrongs and make a difference. So, And then The Quad Pro Quo is a movie podcast hosted by two couples that are friends that live next door to each other. I got a ticket the other day for rolling through a stop sign. Uh, turning, I was turning left and I was looking the other opposite direction, and I stopped sort of and then turned, and then I got a ticket. Two hundred thirty fucking broken system. Oh, Two hundred thirty eight dollars. So system. I have a podcast for you. you I want to ask the broken system to look into this. <laughs> Just FYI. 
that sounds that, incredibly that, unsafe, by the way. So I like you're like okay, unsafe so I, to pull me so over like, on a busy so, metro. Like, so I was turning left, but I was looking right. I was, and I wasn't stopped <laughs> at the stop sign there at all. There was no one there. So I was unclear as to whether there were cars coming. It's on the or mean streets of Burlingame. That's, that's what he's saying. Nate. It's clearly a broken system. A broken I mean, system. what is going on when gentlemen like this are getting tickets? So definitely check out <laughs> Broken System and Quad Pro Quo uh, and all the other amazing podcasts, including the podcast of the year. This one right here, which you're already checking out. So good job. You guys are really good at that. And uh, check out DeluxeEditionNetwork.com. So I'm here with my three ho- co-hosts. Uh, Mr. Brad. Thoughts on the Karate Kid? I really am curious. Did you know that it was two hours and six minutes long? That's the first thing <laughs> I realized when I when I go to I, I turn on Netflix and I throw that thing on and I'm kind of excited. My daughter's going to watch it. My son, he's a senior in high school. He's got better things to do. So uh, I'm like, oh yeah, quick movie. Well, you know, kids' movies back in the day, they were yeah. always. And I'm a like, cool hour and thirty one or something. Two oh six or whatever the fuck. I was like, this is insane. There's yeah. no way this movie is two hours long. And then you watch it and you're like, okay. Well, I think forty five minutes of it was montages. <laughs> well, oh, there yeah. should have been more montages. I know, I know. There's plenty we'll, of montages. We'll get, in, we'll get into that. But, but at the same time, it's just like uh, uh, there's a movie that really drags in the middle, and yeah. it's just it needed some editing or something. Um, but no, it's it's a classic. I mean, as far as the nostalgia of it, I was never the biggest Karate Kid fan. I mean, of course, I watched it and I was practicing the crane kick and shit when I was I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Who wasn't? Oh no! You go yeah. to the beach and just wait for that wave to crest and then just give it a crane kick right yeah. in the throat. A, yeah, find a telephone pole somebody ran over. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it, it's it's a movie I liked. I never loved it, and so I've watched it probably five times in my life, four times maybe. This is probably the fourth or fifth time. So it's just not a movie I'm super, super stoked about, but there are some things I love, absolutely love about it, and I can't wait to talk about some of those things in a little bit. But I, I maybe saw it at the theater. I mean, 84, I'm five years old, probably not. Probably not. Yeah, so I probably didn't until I saw it on VHS somewhere, somebody's house, probably Nate's. Probably. I would say that's very likely. Scotty Beck, what do we think of it on this watch? Well, I... I I am old enough to have seen it in the theater, and I'm fairly certain I did. I can kind of remember going to the theater and seeing this, and it was just one of those movies. As a as a young dumb kid, you're like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. You know, the underdog wins and and beat, beats all the bad guys, and and uh, yeah. So it's it's always been a very special movie to my heart. And um, rewatch w- was was tough, <laughs> just because I'm old and cynical and. There's, there's definitely some issues with, with the movie, and, and uh, but I tell you what, it's a classic, and uh, it spun off a lot of other offshoots, good or bad, and, and uh, it was pretty damn successful. $8 million budget and made $130 million at the box office. That's a pretty good profit. So, Nathan? I want to open by saying that there are so many problems with this yeah. movie upon rewatch. <laughs> None of which in any way took away my enjoyment or assessment of the quality of this movie. So I feel very similarly. Go ahead. I mean, it's just start to finish problems. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you get five minutes in, you're at the beach. Johnny's friends holding (laughs) holding Elizabeth Shue back sort of in the background with like domestic violence everywhere, except it's not really. And just 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 bad acting, just bad. Just all everything on the nose. Loved every minute of it. Loved it every time I've watched it. Probably fifty times, sixty times. I don't know. I don't even know. I've seen it. It's so good. 
There you go. I mean, and I don't think, you know, I agree that it drags a little bit in the middle only in the sense that you get so much. And one of the things I was surprised by, I accidentally scrubbed ahead. Like, I don't know how I did it, but anyway, one of my many devices. While you were driving? I would do that. (laughs) So I accidentally scrub ahead like 15 minutes, right? And I'm like, oh, you know. And then all of a sudden I'm at the, like, I'm past the beach scene. and And I'm like, wait, what happened? How far did I go? 15 minutes. And I had already been like four minutes in. They're driving to California. So it was amazing how much happens, right? Like you get, you meet and like get a little sense of every one of the major characters yep. and you already know the main conflict and you're 15 minutes in hour and 45 to go. Yeah. They kind of like hit it over the head like three or four times to get the point across that these guys are just they're, bullies. They're bullies. And if you didn't know, <laughs> they're going to bully him again a little bit yeah. later. Yeah. But <laughs> also Daniel's son is not exactly a pushover. He's just kind of a dick. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, and they, and they established that he thinks he knows karate with his karate kick to the door. Sure. To, to That's one of my favorite karate. parts. Right. And then, so, but it, it, he's obvious he's, he doesn't know what the hell he's doing and then he gets his ass kicked for it. I, I love that he thinks he knows karate and then, and then meets <laughs> up with the one guy and, and talks to the one guy's girlfriend in all of LA County. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, two-time that's a champ- karate champion. Two-time champion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about bad luck. <laughs> right? what, what kind of friends though? And I mean, maybe this, oh. this speaks to the whole thing. Like, is he, he goes to the beach with this guy that he meets, and the well, guy like, is like, oh, I have this comment. Freddie's horrible. They immediately He's like Freddy bounce for 45 on him. seconds. No, even worse, Freddie is like, bro, what's up? You need to talk to her? Bro, yeah. But by the way, Freddie knows that she's been dating Johnny. <laughs> Freddie's fully aware. Freddie probably knows there's a decent chance Johnny shows up on his dirt bike. Uh-huh. So he's like, you know what? I'm not even going to give you the choice. I'm going to kick the ball over there. Go, pussy. Yeah. So then he goes. Johnny comes. One of the few moments in the whole movie where Danielson's not a dick, he's like, hey, man, maybe just give her a radio back, yeah. you know? And then Johnny clocks him, and he's like, all right, fuck it, I'm going to fight. Gets his ass whooped, and then Freddie's like, man, what a loser. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, you sure know how to pick cool friends, Freddie. Uh, yeah, it did not make sense <laughs> and, and then, then, then he sees him at school the next day, and, and him and his buddies totally clown him and, 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 yeah. and, and say he's, he's, he's a total puss and shit. I'm so, like, Freddie's yeah. the bully of this whole film. <laughs> no. <laughs> You guys are silly. Freddie Freddie's trying to be a nice guy and Freddie makes a business decision after Daniel's laying there in a heap and he's oh, like, I'm, I can align myself with this guy who just got his ass whooped or I can just fucking continue to be neutral with Johnny and the fucking motorcycle gang. That's a great point. Um, oh, so yeah, man. tons of problems. See, I love the fact that like there's so much that happens in the very beginning that it kind of like gets you amped up for this movie and then there's a big letdown for quite a while that I didn't, I guess I didn't notice when I was a kid. Maybe they, I think they might've edited this shit on like TT and TNT back in the day. Probably where they would like take out big chunks of the boring stuff. But I like all the high school dynamic stuff. Some of the, some of the like relationship part, uh, part of it is kind of weird and, and seems kind of forced. Like I don't, there's no world in which Daniel's son is good looking enough or cool enough for Allie to pine after him so or to I've, give I've him the kind this, of day. He's got, he does have the new guy factor, right? right. Like well, every, every high school girl's like for two weeks just has total new guy goggles on. Yeah. Mr. We, 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 had, got, we had a kid back in junior high who kind of semi looked, looked like, like Dylan, Dylan from... <laughs> 
Did you look like, you look like Dylan or Jason Priestley? Did you look like Jason, Jason Priestley or Dylan? He, I, Isn't maybe, that the same maybe person? Jason Priestley. I mean, who, who could anyway, say? He looked like one of the 90210 guys, kind of, and the girls were just going insane for this dude. It's really? Like, they all wanted to be a part oh, of this. Oh, I remember it so was he, clearly. Was he poor? No. <laughs> I mean, if he no. was, I yeah, he was. He was a nice guy. He wasn't. He, he wasn't a dick. He wasn't cocky. And, and the girls just were Thick like sideburns. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. He had the sideburns. <laughs> no, he looked just like. And he had like sparkling mini. eyes. Like he was. He was kind of like sparkling. He did. He did. He had sparkling eyes. He charmed some eyes. of the boys too, huh, Brad? Oh well, he <laughs> did, didn't. He? I mean, he, he didn't he wear like a cool leather jacket or something? Am I remembering the right guy? What was Probably. his name? Oh boy, God! How do you not remember, Brad? He's you can't so remember. Good looking. All you remember is the sparkling eyes. I don't know. I'll check my yearbooks then. <laughs> and what do. I remember. It's funny. I remember that so clearly. <laughs> yeah, the new guy. The new guy gets the gets the extra. That's the one thing I never got to do. I never got to be a new guy because I went to the same like schools. I guess college kind of, but that's mm-hmm. everybody's kind Kin- of new kindergar- guy. Well, I mean, yeah. kindergarten was your kind of your heyday. Yeah, you rolled true. in and they're like, "Who's that?" Yeah. No, but you already went to school with all those kids from preschool. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime Plus, the new batches came in from out, like, hey, what's up? <laughs> Everybody else already knew me. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, there's some there's some dragging issues throughout the movie, but I think the soundtrack kicks ass. I think the general story kicks ass. I think that like it's definitely less problematic like mentor mentee relationship than Back to the Future, or at least seemingly, <laughs> right. because probably because Mr. Miyagi doesn't seem threatening to me for some reason, or doesn't seem like he could force his will on uh, on Daniel's son. But I mean, obviously he could, right? He's well, a, yeah. he's a trained killer. Oh, yeah. He beat the shit out of the Cobra Kai. You know, I mean, with, beat, with, with zero effort. Zero effort yeah. in the dark, like a fucking lot, wraith. A lot of nut shots too. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh yeah, he no, he's kicking, he's kicking high nuts. school kids in the nuts yeah. with no no problems whatsoever. <laughs> shit, I mean, you try to grab high school kids nuts. I guess you disguise it as a fight move, right? There you go. That's what I'm saying. You should be like, no, I was just punching him there. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I was just trying to punch him in the nuts. Okay. <laughs> There was nothing, nothing <laughs> sexual about it. He says he squeezed pure, his nuts and went pure not violence. Uh, uh, no, I, so I actually to comment again. I think there's a lot of bad acting in this. What saves it for me in that category though is that the main characters are actually pretty damn. They're great. Good. Yeah, Miyagi's great. Right, Danielson, great. Actually, Johnny's pretty damn good. Right, like some of the some of the Cobra Kai buddies are pretty bad. Yeah, I think Johnny's great. Johnny's great. Yeah. Like he has some he has some rough lines in the at, on the beach. Some kind of rough acting. That's what I'm gonna make. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got one year to make it work, and that's what I'm gonna do. Make it work, all of it. <laughs> he just throws his beer. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. There's a couple, but I mean, in general, like yeah. he's good. So there's all the major characters. But it's understandable are, because like there's really no major actors in this movie at all. Like nobody was big at the time. I, I, so I think Miyagi was. Well, yeah, he's the only one that he was what on Happy Days or in a few other TV shows. And, and what Ralph Macho had done, The Outsiders. He'd only done The Outsiders before this, and that was kind of a smaller role, but yeah. still, I, re- I remembered him from Outsiders for sure. Uh, should we talk about how thin Ralph Macho is? He's very thin. I feel like sickly thin. Like well, we also got to talk about the fact that he was 22 years old when he filmed it. Which he looked 22 odd. to me. Does not look. Does not look he looked like a young boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's and that's one thing. I mean, a lot of these times in these eighties movies or, or early nineties movies, I'll see like the high school movie, and you'll say like, "Oh, all of these." Like, if you watch like "She's All That," like every student at the high school looks like they're twenty six. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they were pretty pretty realistically young high school kids in this movie. I thought. I thought yep. they all looked apart. The yeah. Yeah. They said they said Johnny Johnny was the youngest out of like the main core crew of like his buddies and 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 uh 
and Daniel San and, and his girlfriend, they, he was, Johnny Lawrence was 18. Like the actual actor was 18 at the time. Okay. Everybody else was a little bit older. I mean, I think what's separate from Elizabeth Shue, what's really interesting to me is that this movie was so big and that nobody went on to be very big. I mean, Ralph, like, had probably, like, the... I mean, this was his biggest role, right? Well, um, he, well, he was great in um, uh, My Cousin Vinny. He, he had a great role in that. But, but I mean, but it's still a pretty that, small role. Yeah, other though. than that, he really didn't And, I mean, much. he has the sequels. I mean, and, really, their biggest resurgence was in the newest, like, show, right? Cobra Kai. Yeah. 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 And, I mean, Pat, Pat Morita, I mean, he had... Actually, his career was more earlier than this. Earlier than like, this. He has one yeah. cop, buddy cop movie okay. uh, that I think is, comes out with Jay Leno. Remember that thing right? Oh, wow. Oh, that's right. They did have a movie. And this might, that might have been after this. Um, that but, might be one Well, because Pat Morita was a uh, comedian. He was he was a stand-up, and that's what he was before. And then he was in, like, Happy was Days. Happy Days, and right. That's, I think, Arnold and Happy Days. Yeah, and he's the really well-known there. But, I mean, for such a big movie, I mean, Elizabeth Shue, I think, has got it by far has the biggest career period out of anyone yeah. and certainly right. the biggest career afterwards and even she i mean right she's she's in leaving las vegas which is she's huge role cocktail um she's in cocktail and she's in adventures and babysitting which i think is yeah. after this yeah that was the next thing but that I, did. I mean is there anything else other than those three that you're like oh elizabeth Shue? lately she's been in the boys that was kind of a big return for her and she's okay. she was awesome in the yeah. boys. i mean i i think she's great in everything she's in and you know, I, I often try not to just like overtly comment on just the pure hotness of women mm. on this pod, but my God, like Elizabeth Shue was. Oh, that that was that was my kind of go to. She was just of so that age. Smoke you're, fire. Sure. Your go to for waxing on and waxing, waxing off. Waxing off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if anytime I had to train, I was thinking about it as inspiration in my training. <laughs> Brad's just got the music going. <laughs> You're the best around. Smells like. See, I was Brad. <laughs> I was bigger. I was bigger on her in Adventures in Babysitting. Like that's where yeah. I kind of like fell in love with her. And, and like the the main kid character's name was Brad. So I was always like, uh-huh. okay, see that could <laughs> that could be me. This is a sign. You used to do that, and you'd be like, this is obviously. A oh yeah, sign I, I'm to probably be, gonna marry. Yeah, we're probably gonna point. meet each other pretty soon. And, and I actually think she's the worst of the main co- the core actor. She her performance is the worst of the core actors. Yeah, she's not that good. Yeah. The, the girl, the, the one that's worse than her is the girl that says, yeah, maybe she likes fungus. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I, have, I, have, I, have, <laughs> I have comments her about little, that. Her Terrible. little bitchy friends are just like, they're kind of mean that chick, and aggressive and crazy. Yeah, that, that yeah, like brunette chick, is, a, is she's a total bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much like high school. I mean, one thing. Yeah, that, it does you, capture it. I mean, yeah. I was going to say, one thing you have to appreciate is basically this is just a bunch of high school kids being high school kids exactly the way real high school kids are. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, it's, not that, it's not that far High school kids sure. are dicks. I mean, like. Are we, can we just agree that, like, basically, mm-hmm. the, the, that high school kids are pretty rough to be yeah. around? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 my favorite also is like the the soccer game on the beach with like no discernible like border borders or sidelines. Yeah, they're, they're just, just kind of flying like, down yeah, the beach. It's like where where is the oh, goals? Just running as fast well, as the, they can. The, the, so this is one of my ma- so they all get in this like bu- scrum with the ball right in oh, front yeah. of her, and, what, and then eventually Danielson just stands there and stares at her across the scrum. And I'm like, is this under eight soccer? Like, what are they doing? There's like, there's somebody on the, on the side just going spaces, spaces, positions, getting your possessions. <laughs> Center it! Center it! <laughs> Bev's Video Kingdom is brought to you by Miyagi-Do Karate and Yard Service. Are you getting your ass kicked by bullies because you're being a little prick? Do you have a fence that needs painting? 
At Miyagi-Do Karate and Yard Service, we'll tackle both problems at the same time. You'll learn to block those bully punches while you whack off and wax on your car. How about some kicks flying at your nards? No problem. You've got a floor to sand, son. We'll even throw in some roundhouse wasp nest removal for free. Miyagado Karate and Yard Service. Because that face isn't going to broom kick itself. <laughs> Did you, you mean to say whack on, wax off? Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure, yeah. So, do we want to get our director in here? Does anybody even know his name? Uh, yeah, I have that information. Sweet. Oh. Let me just unlock my telephone here. Uh, this is directed by John Avildsen. No idea what else he's done, but I've got questions for him. Scotty, what has he done? Well, let's uh, play him <laughs> in first. Let's get him in the door first. Here we go. Pull up a chair and grab yourself a drink. Hypothesize what directors think. Sometimes get a guess Makes us look good Let's drink, laugh, and pretend We know what we're doing Drinking with the director Brought to you by Last Call Brewing So as is often the case You know, I'm looking for guests For Bev's Video Kingdom And, and directors are at a premium, right? Mm-hmm. So for the drinking with the director section. So I contact different, you know, reps for these people. And so, uh, <laughs> so he's not joking. So I, I, you know, I'm like, Oh man, karate kids coming up. We really should see if we get the director. So I see that you know, John is represented by a particular company and I don't you know, send an email, you know, inquiring about his availability. And then I'm like, if yeah, sometimes I follow up with a phone call. So I call. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this is Nate. I'm the booking coordinator for uh, Bev's Video Kingdom, and I wondered if, you know, we're doing Karate Kid, I wondered if, you know, John Avildsen is, <laughs> is available for, you know, possibly a spot on our show. Uh, let me let me check. Let me see. I, or, is that who we represent? I said, yeah, you're listed on IMDb. Okay, hold on. It comes back. So what what is it you're wanting exactly? Oh, well, we were just, you know, wanted to see, you know, if maybe be on our show. And Well, I see that we don't represent him anymore um, because he's dead. <laughs> He's been working for Cameo for years now. <laughs> you might check Cameo. <laughs> oh, no. How dead like, is he? Oh. And I was like, yeah, he'd been dead since 2017. So yeah. oh, 2017. Like, he missed COVID. Uh, yeah, got it. Okay, that makes sense. I'll check in with you later. <laughs> so you got that's... anybody else you represent around there? Oh, oh man. That's that's a rough one. Nate, that's Director a rough one. and editor for Rocky, Rocky Five, and Karate Kid. Three. Well, hey, ho- hey, hold on. Before we do that, we we do got to talk about what we're drinking here. Too. Oh, I thought you were going to, you lifted your beer up. I thought we were going to pour one out for John <laughs> <laughs> like, Maybe pour we out. should. Pour, pour one out for Drop me, one maybe. for the homies. Let's go ahead and talk about what we're drinking here. What do we got around the table? Um, I'll start. Um, I am drinking some uh, Oktoberfest Fest beer from Sierra Nevada. That uh, th- Did you bring this? Yeah. So, um, our, who you can't hear... Um, the governor is sitting here hanging out with us and not talking, and he brought this, so thank you. It's very tasty. Very nice. I'll go ahead. Next, uh, I've got the the brand new edition of the Hoisting Heavy Haze, mm. brought to you by Last Call Brewing. This is the third iteration. Now, folks, you know, you guys have heard about the BBK IPA, but our friends over at the Hoisting Heavies podcast, they were actually kind of the first one to do the beer with, with the Last Call. Allegedly. So. 
allegedly. So they're in their third iteration. The can is beautiful. Um, it has now got some some cryo hops going on. It's uh, uh, just close to 8%. It's a nice, delicious double hazy that will uh, knock your socks off, I promise. It's delicious, available in cans and on draft at Last Call Brewing. It'll crane kick you right in the face, like they say. Yep, 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 yep. Nathaniel? I'm drinking some Diet Pepsi, sans grenadine, but I do have some uh, Jack Daniels in there. Did you put Jack Daniels in it? Nice. Look at you, little, bud. Going hard yeah. early, buddy. Going hard Monday night at 6.20. What do you got over there, Zach? I have the, I think they, they pronounce it Modelo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> drink the Italian version. It's a Jersey beer, yeah. Danielson uh, used to drink this back in Jersey when he was uh, making runs for the Gambino crime family. Yeah, Modelo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back to what you were saying. What did this guy do? This is this is uh, John Avildsen. I think Scotty has a list, maybe. Well, yeah, I mean, he kind of mentioned it. I mean, I'm sorry, I stepped on it as well. Yeah, well, he did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. That's all right. <laughs> so, obviously, he did The Karate Kid 1, 2, and 3. Um, he did a movie called Neighbors. Lean Ooh, yeah. Oh, I saw that. Was Zach yeah. Efron? No, no. Wrong Neighbors. Oh, shit. <laughs> this, is, this is back as uh, John Belushi and um, I think Dan Aykroyd, and it wasn't very good. Um, Lean on Me, Rocky Five. And eight seconds was one of his latest films. He last with films he Dylan did. McKay. With Dylan Not McKay. Better than Rocky Five. <laughs> but he, but he also did a little movie called Rocky, the original Rocky, and he won the Best Director. Well, out the box, I've got to understand. I've, I've got to wonder how does he get Best Director for Rocky, and then and then Stallone? Maybe they got into a beef, and he's he's sent away for two, three, and four. Yeah, I. I and then he comes back story. for five, and then just shits the bed. And he did, he really shit the bed because he got nominated for a Razzie for the worst director for Rocky Five. Wow! And, and actually, that's not his first nomination. He's had three Razzie nominations, and he has an Oscar win. And so he got uh, there was a movie called The Formula, and Karate Kid Three. He also got nominated for a Razzie for the worst director. Oh, that's terrible! Because Karate Kid Three is a masterpiece. But so what's interesting here though is that I mean, Rocky and Karate Kid are. Top five, maybe top ten for sure. Sports, sports movies. movies. Yeah. So who's the king director of the sports movies? Is it? It's obviously our guy that is did it. Anspa. Yeah, it's not, obviously David Anspa. Hoosiers and Rudy. Yeah. Or heavily. F- or Rocky and or or our. our no, no, John. no. We went. We're forgetting completely. Forgetting what's his name who did. Uh, uh, the uh, uh, you really forgetting him if you say him what he's what's oh my gosh look at least Anspa had the fucking like wherewithal to stay alive long enough to be on our podcast not like this <laughs> yeah not like this asshole they out bows out early yeah <laughs> the hell's going on I'm talking about Shelton uh, Ron Shelton oh yeah he's the one who did like uh, Bull Durham and did uh, White Men Can't Jump and a bunch of stuff so uh, yeah okay but I mean none of those are this level. Yeah, I would say I would, I, I, mean, the, I would take Hoosiers and Rudy over, over Hoosiers, Rudy, Rudy Karate, Karate Kid, Karate Kid, Rocky, are all, yeah, all, all four of those are like kill white men can't jump or uh, or do they? Bull Durham. Bull Durham. Oh yeah, Bull Durham belongs. White men can't jump. Bull Durham's really is good. a way better movie than Karate Kid. That's an what? insane take. <laughs> like that, pain that's, does not exist in this dojo, Brad. Oh, no mercy. Man. That's no mercy. You guys sir. Are, are, are you guys gaslighting me? Like how Karate Kid is not? <laughs> no, not, uh, no, I'm not gaslighting you. I mean, it's a nostalgic movie, but crank it's not an objectively like great movie. 
except for the the underdog story of it. Okay, but that's been first done a lot of, all, of times. First the of music. All, how did who who gave you the 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 objective uh, key? Okay, <laughs> that's true. Uh, why why am I why why is Brad? We've already well established that I'm. I, there's a lot of classic <laughs> yeah. movies I have not seen. So. Brad watches most things through Brad colored glasses. Um, I'm not sure what that means. So. <laughs> I have to say, though, I was talking to Scott about this before y'all came outside. So the actors who were considered for Danielson, one of them was offered the, was offered the role, or, or maybe many of them were offered the role, but you ready for this list of uh, cats that could have been Danielson? Sean Penn, Robert Downey Jr., Charlie Sheen, John Cryer, Emilio Estevez, Nicolas Cage, Anthony Edwards, C. Thomas Howell, Tom Cruise, Eric Stoltz, and D.B. Sweeney. Dude. Oh, DB would would have been. I actually, I'm going to take DB from that list. I'm surprised Michael J. Fox isn't on this list. I assume he was just busy doing Back to the Future. Tom Cruise could have put little. on just a wacky, weird performance in this. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, could you I imagine? actually think he would have been really good. That's interesting. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yeah, I could understand why the ladies would have been like, "Oh, who's this five, oh, yeah. five four nugget showing up in sophomore yeah. class?" He would would have looked like he jumped super high though. Oh, for sure. If you did the crane kick, yeah. they would have had to do some CGI. Yeah. They were like crane kick to the fucking abdomen. <laughs> it could have been like it could have been his first like on screen running in a movie, like along the beach oh, there. Oh the, yeah. There would have been more sure. running for sure. For yeah. sure. No, I mean <laughs> I, I actually think that this is one where like I actually don't think it matters that it's Ralph Macchio. I mean, it's always he's always gonna be the karate kid, but take half of those actors and it's pretty but much but it's 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 a pretty big gamble for to give a movie where this kid is literally only done oh, yeah. the outsiders and the your star of this of this movie is Ralph Macchio well and and I just looked Elizabeth Shue had literally been in nothing nothing this was like, her I first mean, like, movie it was like a commercial and some other random shit and that's yeah. it yep like like by far her biggest role so so here is this wait real quick Zach missed one one other person Kyle Eastwood the son of Clint Eastwood Audition for Daniel LaRusso. So I guess he auditioned. He was never considered, though. That's the problem. But the best, though, is when he failed to get his part because uh, Coca-Cola was sponsoring this movie because they were uh, uh, owned by uh, – Columbia Studios was owned by Coca-Cola. Clint Eastwood banned all Coca-Cola products from his, his films Wow! because his son didn't get it. Daniel Which LaRusso. was funny because I read that same article and it said he banned Coke from the set. And I was like, oh, well, that probably didn't go over well. In the <laughs> Guys, I'm banning <laughs> Coke. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? How are we supposed to wake up to do the movie? <laughs> no, Coca-Cola. Oh. oh. Oh, fuck. Who cares? So $8 million <laughs> estimated budget on this movie. Yeah. $8 million. Because they didn't have to pay anybody to be in it. Yeah. I mean, you're right. right? And are yeah. there any special effects? No. No. Not really. I mean, yeah, just pretty much music rights and the location. Obviously, they shot it all around, you know, Reseda. And, 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 and I'll know, bet the music the rights might have been the most expensive part of the whole thing. Probably. Right? There's some pretty good 80s songs in there. Absolutely. And the road trip. I mean, they actually did a lot of that road trip footage, it looked like, from actual places. So. Right. Which, I which know. I. Yeah, but the car only cost them $800. So. <laughs> That's true. That, it was kind of weird, though, because, like, does that car really make it from oh, Jersey I had this thought too. to California? Uh, and then, like, they cut out the whole, like, eastern part of the U.S. That's like, they, they take off. Next thing you know, there's cactus everywhere. Yeah, so they're, in, like, they're, they're in, in, like, Texas. Arizona. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had the exact thought. I was like, dude, nobody's going to take that car for across the country. And then I was like, that's my privilege talking. <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that, that is your privilege that talking. They, I, came, I, they came in covered wagons, Nate. <laughs> I, have a, I have a question for you guys, and I don't know if it's, like, an editing mistake or, or what the situation was. 
why does she punt Daniel's soccer ball at the beach? Was it because she saw Johnny showing up and then she's just like, no, oh, that's, no, 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 that's a she, flirt move, bro. This is a, I'm a high school girl and I don't know how to flirt. So exactly. I kick your soccer. She, it, thank you, Nate. She, no, she had a look on her face. Yeah. She had a, like a pissed off look. She yeah. punts it and then is like pissed off walking away. Like, and, and yeah, so I was I'm like, great. did I miss a Are line? Did sure? he do something like mean? Yeah, she just no. kind of looks mean when she does. It. I don't. No, think so. I think she was trying to. She was I trying think, to be like, oh, go get I it. I think it was a flirt. <laughs> I think it was flirty. So I was talking about and this. It worked with my girlfriend. We, we watched this together, and she thinks it was. She was actually trying to save him. Like she, like you think so? Kick the ball out of here. She, get him she, out of the picture. <laughs> maybe he'll he'll. She's see like, it. I'm gonna kick this ball so far he won't even make it back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she hasn't. I think that's actually probably right because she like. I think she's angry. She she hears the motorcycles coming. She's like, oh fuck, he's coming and yeah. I better just get this guy away from me. It's, right. it's been so long. Right. I'm going to sort this shit out. It's I'm been so long right since now. your girlfriend had a high school like relationship. <laughs> right. If she, if it had been sooner, she would remember that high school girls relish in that shit. When they see the ex-boyfriend coming, they're talking to the new love interest. Oh, they're like, oh, yeah. they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A good trying point. to make them jealous and shit, dude. She's not trying to save anybody. All I know is Brad's 100% right because she definitely has an attitude on her face. Her It changes. She goes from all flirty and fun to like, here, Go get this fucking ball. Yeah, and she just punts it, and then it's like weird. is like frowning as she walks away, or like turns around. It didn't. It, I just that was confusing to me. She was just establishing some sort of dom sub relationship with uh, <laughs> Danielson. Did you just watch the it? Scene did, you, right did you see it? Okay. Oh yeah. So she looks to her left. She doesn't. I don't think she has a look on her face like when she kicks the ball, like she's being bitchy. But you can see her look to her left, and she kind of puts her hand over her mouth, and she's clearly bothered. That's I think she's I she's intending to flirt by kicking the football, kicking the soccer ball, and then she sees Johnny, and she's like, "Oh shit! Now it's about to go down." That's my ex man. She she's doing all the flirting she needs to in that cable knit sweater, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that's what I always wear to the beach. Bro. It's amazing what a cable knit sweater used to be able to communicate. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right, what else we got for this dude? So uh, there's a lot of ridiculous theories that have uh, come across on the internet, like Daniel's really the bad guy. So I wanted to talk about that. Yeah. One. So so I want to just go on record right now and throw my two cents into the into the fold on this, and that is that Daniel's not the bad guy. He's just a stupid fucking high school kid that's pissed off that his mom moved him across the country, and he's fucking bitter about it. He's, he's actually got a better attitude than a couple of my kids, and people are like, what a fucking <laughs> dick this kid is. And I'm like, wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's uh-huh. he's just pissed off. He's, he's fucking getting pubes and freaking trying to figure out karate and all this shit, dude. And we don't know the dad situation. He's definitely got a little right. bit of anger issues. There's obviously something going on with whatever happened with obviously. his dad. So... Uh, yeah, he's just testosterone, and and he just is kind of trying to deal with like, man, everybody I meet here it just seems like they're trying to like punch me and kick my ass. So he just wants exactly. to go home. He just wants to go home. <laughs> he does just want to. He's go got home. a stupid bike. He just wants to go stupid home. bike, ma. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps making me wreck on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go home, ma. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. Uh, uh, he's kind of a prick. Like he's, I, I, a, he's a prick, but he's got a shitty attitude, just like most high yeah. school kids. Like Johnny has a shitty attitude, like most high school kids. Well, like they're freaking little punks. He definitely fucking deserves the beating he got at the, from the Halloween dance because he. Oh, he, at the oh, Halloween he dance, he hundred percent. He did it. not need to stir the pot. He and and here's another thing he could have done is he could have put the hose up there, turned the faucet on, ran outside real quick, and just closed the curtain because I don't think they knew who he was. He could just hid right there. They wouldn't know who did it. Yeah. He so. could have done a lot of things differently in that situation. <laughs> yeah, he decides to do it, wait till the guy reacts, and then just like be it, all right, here we go, I'm out. He's like, I wonder if the water's gonna get him. Like that was so dumb. But 
also you got to remember too that like he he runs he runs out of that place and this is a common problem that i see because i like this is like my the degenerate part of me likes <laughs> to watch don't run from the crime no Walk. he likes to watch uh i like to watch fucking fight videos like you oh. go onto like twitter or like you do too dude it's makes me oh, so fu- makes my heart beat i, I nothing do, else oh, dude i do that on uh, incognito mode i didn't know anyone dude and that. you can watch the most insane fights because every fight nowadays there's 46 iphones filming it you know what right. i mean and so you can watch all these fights but the biggest problem i see in all fights today is that once the kid goes down on the ground or is obviously beat they continue to pummel the people over and over again until i'm like am i watching someone get killed right now like right. it's there's cool to watch i like watching fight videos i don't like watching murder videos usually. maybe they all watch the soccer uh scene in Karate Kid where Daniel that's exactly my, is just throwing blows at that kid. <laughs> right. But that's exactly my point. Like, they freaking they beat the shit out of him in front of the fence when the when they're in their skeleton uniforms, right? And he deserved that, right? Yeah. He deserved to get beat up a little bit. Well, a couple of them but then they're like, But then they're gonna go, like, murder him. Like, they're right. gonna do, like, a freaking straight murder. A couple of them try to say, like, hey, man, he's had enough. Yeah. I, th- that's great. And that's I guess that's, like, their, their, like, mechanism for establishing how evil Johnny is, because he's like, no mercy! <laughs> I'll oh, say I, when he's had enough. I kill kids. Let's go. <laughs> and I also think like if this kid's that like mentally unstable to where he's like ready to kill Daniel son for getting him wet at the dance, like how has he not murdered already like six or seven kids through his first three years of high school? It's his senior year. We're doing things right because they year. all knew he's put him on notice freshman year. Daniel doesn't know. He yeah. shows up. That's kicks true. the hornet's nest. Yeah, he's he's been a bully for a long time. He you probably just, back and forth in fifth grade was kicking the shit out of everybody. And they're like, in yeah, fact, just don't honestly, know. he's probably been in bully hibernation because no one's no one's wandering into the right. cave. You know what I mean? <laughs> all of a sudden, he's got a little pent up bullying to do. <laughs> does get pent up yeah. it's like i got a bully i gotta i gotta blow this bully load or i'm gonna lose it <laughs> so there's so there's another theory so we've talked about that so we can all establish that we don't think danielson is the bad guy in the movie right I it's a silly internet theory there is a great video there if you it if is. you do want to see it there's a youtube video about there's an look edit. up daniel daniel uh karate kid bully and there's this guy who kind of talks about it and there's also like i think a trailer that's been edited as well so there's it's it's pretty funny so Moving on to another thing about this movie, that a lot of people say that the crane kick at the end is actually an illegal kick. Well, does, does <laughs> it anybody is not. does anybody know the fucking rules? No, no one knows the rules of karate, which a makes it not illegal, but also. <laughs> I found somebody that wrote like a long article about it, and <laughs> I will sur- I will summarize it by saying that uh, I guess Daniel gets kicked in the face earlier and doesn't get penalized. The funny thing about this karate tournament is they're saying is that it is not illegal contact. The tournament prohibits punches to the face. Okay, kicks are obviously <laughs> legal, <laughs> which is hilarious to me. Well, I don't get in the in the final one when they're tied two two. There's like three or three or four strikes that happen. I know they count. They count the one as illegal. Them. He's blocking those. those no, are all there's blocked. like a couple He's, times they both get hit, and I'm like, why? Did that, he, why he, did that count as a point? He, he sanded the floor. He yeah. sanded sand the floor. Yeah, sanded the floor. That. that doesn't count. I don't know about that, but there was definitely no, some points. No, there's a lot. That, of, there's a lot of confusion <laughs> over the over the rules. I yeah, I didn't know what <laughs> counted, what didn't. You know, like. Because like the, why when the one kid kicks his leg he gets disqualified but then when Johnny does, he doesn't sweeps the leg like he doesn't get he doesn't get disqualified right. like what's going on here you can sweep the leg but you can't jump and then kick into the kneecap oh, wait no which one does I'm he do he did, which up. one does he get like in trouble for for doing illegal so 
so so Johnny definitely punches him in the knee oh. again. Like yeah, so he he swept he swept. Oh the no, leg. he catches his leg and then he, he drops an elbow on he, it. Yeah, he elbowed the knee. A little twelve to six elbow. Right. Did, did anyone else uh, think for? <laughs> did anyone, John Jones got disqualified. Did anyone else think for two or three decades that the sensei was telling him to sweep the lick? Sweep the lick? Yeah, I thought he was saying sweep the lick, and I never understood what that meant. <laughs> what was the some of your lyric? Can that's, we can we can we re, can we replay one of the what, what you thought the song lyric was? Yes, it's like, it's like too late to jump into to jump and jive. Because it's too late to jump and jive. Yeah. yeah. All right. Sweep the lick, Johnny. So that's sweep the, the lick. <laughs> okay. So he doesn't actually say sweep the leg, Johnny. Ever right? He says he tells him to sweep the leg. But no one ever, you know, it never no. sweep the leg. Johnny is like the is like the quote that's always yeah, it's always it's quoted from the movie. It's, but it's he never put him in a body bag is what other people that's say. That's my favorite one. And it's actually get a body bag. That's all he says. Get him a body bag. Yeah, he doesn't say put him in. A, put him in a body bag would actually be funny. That guy's great. Whoever the guy that says the body bag line, the the, the glee and joy on his oh, face he just, he's, after he's, he's just laughing. Yeah. Oh, he's so happy. <laughs> Talk about murderous. He teenage looks like rage. He yeah. looks like a young Luke Skywalker to me. Is what okay. he looks like. a little bit, a yeah. little bit. Um, um, I have a, I have a question, <laughs> and this is maybe an eighties thing. Uh, we're we're kids, teenagers, just walking around wearing shirts that say making bacon with two pigs <laughs> fucking on them like that. <laughs> <laughs> the kid that he karate kicks through the the door, the gate, whatever uh -huh. his name is, Freddie. Freddie is wearing a shirt that says "Making Bacon," and it's just a pig fucking another pig. It is not cartoon pig <laughs> fucking another pig. Uh, I'm gonna go to the tape. You know, what I heard, <laughs> you know, what I heard the other. So I was listening to a, a radio program, and they were doing a show, and they were somehow they brought up Big Johnson T-shirts. Oh, we oh, just God. talked oh, about Big this. Johnson. And, and fucking yeah, we used to wear that shit all the time. That's true. I mean, that was just full on as sexual innuendo as you get. Yeah. Yeah, my parents wouldn't let me buy Big Johnson T-shirts. Are you seeing the Megan Bacon shirt? I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. Hold on. <laughs> this is a good pod. <laughs> oh, Nate. But um, yeah, I think the Megan Bacon T-shirt was definitely a thing, for sure. Yeah, we 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 got away with a lot more back then as far as the T-shirts. You know, I, it's definitely. just I noticed. I was like, that's a hilarious shirt. And can you can you wear like a team jersey to your uh, high school? Team jersey. Yeah, not a lot, right? Oh, for like the students? Yeah. No, yeah, they cannot. They can't wear, like, they're not supposed to wear jerseys unless it's like Edison. Right. So yeah. So oh, wow, that is that's a pig fucking a pig. <laughs> I'm glad we've. I'm glad we've. Uh, I mean, it's really confirmed. I mean, it's really going to town yeah, on that pig. Fucking, Any other details you want me to fill you in on on this movie <laughs> that you watched fifty times? You caught a lot of stuff. I didn't. Uh, I was too focused on Danielson <laughs> having a fucking pulled pork uh, dinner. <laughs> So here's a question. How did he come up with the chopsticks and the the fly and the chopsticks thing? Is that like, just meditation for him or what? No, I just like... I mean, is is that a thing? Like, maybe that is a, a thing with... Have any of you ever done that? I've, oh, quadrillion times? You well, guys I've have tried never tried it. to catch a catch a fly oh, with a chopstick? That's on mask. Oh, yeah. Oh, we sat around trying try to do this for fucking yeah. hours and hours. I know people that out. have done it. Yeah? Yeah. That have caught one? Yeah. Kind of Jedi mind trick is that shit? I don't remember their names or anything. Yeah, but I mean, I know that. They, yeah, I know that I saw it once. Is that like your girlfriend that goes to another school? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she goes to another school. <laughs> That's the best trope. That invisible girlfriend that I fingered at camp one time. Yeah. There was a time, and this story is one hundred percent true. I was sitting at my desk doing homework, and this fucking fly was just buzzing me like crazy. It was a big fucker. I kept swatting at it, swatting at it, swatting at it, and I'm just sitting there. And finally, all of a sudden, I just got fucking pissed and just went. 
right behind and I fucking caught it with my two fingers. No. Right behind my head. Caught it with your two fingers? Two fingers. That's sick. And there was no no witnesses, no and but I've told that story a million times. It and it happened. So Did you kill it? Uh, oh, did you eat it? Uh, I, I thought about it. There were a <laughs> lot of big. flies in my chemistry class in high school. Used to catch them because there were bear. frog carcasses. Oh yeah, fair point. And I used to catch them in my bare hand, and then I would throw them on page two hundred and forty-eight of the textbook <laughs> and squish that shit. I probably had a hundred flies squished in two forty-eight. <laughs> was there a reason behind two forty-eight? Yeah, just where I started. That was his fly started? squishing. Yeah, page. Was my, and I don't remember anything about chemistry, but that page full of flies. I think young people today don't understand like uh, textbooks were when you first got your textbook, your first thing you would do is start going through the pages, see what people have drawn, what people have written Mm. and you would just find, yeah, who else had it. And usually you would find some, some, some terrible shit a lot of times. (laughs) And it was, it was like a best part of having a textbook. Well, it was all you wrote. I mean, like they told you to write your name and like they're, they, at the front of the book, there was like a little table where yeah. like with lines and each person could write their name in the year. So that like you knew who, who checked it out, who, who yeah. checked it out this year. And you're pretty stoked if like a hot chick had had it before you. Oh, that's right. You were like, Oh, you'd be like, Oh, that dude's a legend. Like, yeah. That's a yeah. legend. Yeah, school, man. Marcy had this one. <laughs> yeah. Man. You know, you're always I, looking for the right name. Like my brother had this. I'm not fucking reading anything. He had <laughs> 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 Dude, I remember I remember a kid that we all know that used to catch the flies in his bare hand and then shake them up till oh, they yeah. were all discombobulated. Uh-huh. And then he'd walk up to you while you're just sitting there and fucking and throw it and it hit you right in the face <laughs> and the fly <laughs> coming back to life and shit and fly off. It was uh yeah, he was a dickhead. Did you ever jump up and just start karate kicking him once they did that? Like No, I'll tell you who it was. You'll know why I did <laughs> I, I have a guess. Oh, man. All right. We're going to let this guy get out of here. I mean, I guess. Old John Appleson. He doesn't have anything going on. I <laughs> <laughs> got some cameos to make. He's got some cameos to make, and that's about it. Oh, man. Thanks, John. Appreciate you. Rest in peace. Hello, listeners, and welcome to Quad Pro Quo. Right now, you are probably thinking to yourself, Oh, great. Another movie podcast. Well, dear listener, you would be right. But throw in a couple of marriages, decades-long friendships, and a shared property line, and you have just another movie podcast with a shitload of drama. Inspired by the iconic quid pro quo scene in Silence of the Lambs, each week one of us will pick a movie. It could be a childhood favorite, a classic film noir, an Academy Award winner, or a complete dumpster fire that brings joy to that person's heart. The selector's objective? To get us to love, or at the very least, not hate their pick. Will our marriages, our friendships, and our neighborhood survive? Find out each Thursday on Quad Pro Quo. Bev's Video Kingdom is brought to you by Miyagi-Go Super Secret Special Touch Sports Massage. Are you involved in lots of athletic activities? Do you have any injuries or pulled muscles that need attending to? Are you under 18? Do you have a single mom who doesn't mind you hanging out with older gentlemen? Do you like movies about gladiators? If the answer is yes, then look no further than Miyagi-Go Super Secret Special Touch Sports Massage. That's right. 
Our group of old, unlicensed Japanese dudes can't wait to get their hands on you. We handle shoulder tweaks, blown out knees from illegal kicks, strained neck muscles, and specialize in groin pulls. You look a little nervous. Well, just drink this. No need for an ID at Miyagi-Go. We'll happily pour you anything to get you relaxed and ready to rub. So come on down today. Miyagi-Go Super Secret Special Touch Sports Massage. But remember, it's our little secret. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that he just clears the room and it's time for massage. <laughs> Is it a one night stand or do your crane kick the face or take them home to your single mom? It's like, fuck, marry or kill. It's Shag Snack Body Bag. Crane, oh. face. Uh, now, crane I, kick your face. I didn't love, but that follow up was amazing, dude. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. I gotta give credit where credit's due. Our boy Hank, King of the Hoisters, actually sent those lyrics. He, oh, did he? Love suggestion, it. yeah, I love it. So, shout out Hank. That's yeah. fucking genius. So, just a little reminder to any of the listeners: if you have an idea for a shag snag body bag, send it our way. And at least give Scotch a couple days ahead when, when right. like, if, if we announce that, hey, our next pod's going to be this, like, send it to him soon so that if he wants to get it for, for the pod that it's going to be on, he has some time to prep. Yeah, that took me five minutes. <clears throat> <laughs> Heck of a job, man. So, what are we doing? Shag snag body bag. <laughs> Shag snag body bag. We're shagging, we're snagging, we're body bagging, we're fucking marrying, killing. Scotty Beck, if you're shagging something, what are we shagging from the karate kid? I'm actually going to shag having an amazing girlfriend who gets me and doesn't judge me when I, and she actually laughs at my constant Miyagi pedophile jokes that I made throughout this movie. Oh, because she laughed at them. He's, oh, yeah. he's literally going to shag her. Yeah, I'm literally going to shag her. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because. Congrats on the sex. Like, like we mentioned, <laughs> like we mentioned on, um, earlier, like it's a little bit weird, you know, the, the, the relationship and 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 on a second watch you definitely can find some things to be at fault with in this film and so i definitely was cracking some jokes throughout and uh, i didn't get slapped at all and she actually enjoyed the jokes yeah nothing like a little pedo humor <laughs> i mean it's totally fine <laughs> to have a kid come over and do some work for you to keep them late past bedtime it's to, probably fine too to, i don't to, 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 to then to, get shit face drunk <laughs> and then make, make well, him and drink offer too. him some yeah. alcohol and yeah. then make him tuck you in I mean, that's kind you of weird You guys are making part. this too weird, all right? This is not that weird. It's a different culture. Okay? I don't think Doc Brown was ever having Marty, like, uh, tuck him into bed. Like, I don't think that was going oh, down. Mar- we we argued this out way, way back on a on Doc a Brown was spot. doing way more sinister shit than that. He was doing <laughs> shit and then going back in the time machine so Marty wouldn't remember, bro. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. We, we, we put that on the timeline before, and that's just terrible. All right. I'm shagging the crane kick. I, I literally... It's iconic. I, I could watch the crane kick scene over a hundred times in a row. I wouldn't get tired of it. The music. But, but can we can we just say? Bum, bum, bum. No. Can we say bum, this? Bum, bum. What does bum, bum, Johnny? What does Johnny think he's preparing to do? Bum, bum, bum. What does Johnny think he's preparing to do? Johnny looks like he runs his face into his foot. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What? Oh, Johnny's no. a great martial artist. <laughs> what, is, what, is, what, is, what is his expectation? I, I when when Daniel son gets up like this, I, he knows one of his legs is hurt. What is he What is he? I think? fully agree that this is a problem and one of the problems that I don't care at all about. <laughs> I also got to ask, when I you do the crane this. kick, you're, you obviously are standing. Are you standing on your bad leg? No, he's standing on his good leg. Standing good on leg. his good leg. You jump, crane kick with the 
good leg. You, yeah. you, you you bring your knee up first, and then in the air, you use your, your leg that you were standing on. Your that good becomes leg. The, the you kick, kick with it. And, and then, then you got to just kind of get that down quick so you so can you, kind of land. So you not only kick, but you also land with the same No, leg. I think you land with the back. leg. He kind of lands. He, he kind of hobbles off of his left. He lands on his no, left leg. It, it's a, it's a yeah. full, like... I'm gonna blow my leg out when I land. It's That's like, what I'm, it is. Yeah. I'm gonna it's kick. Like, I, I just I got a kick. ACL be damned. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, it's worth the under eighteen All Valley What's tournament. There's a. There's, a, there's So Johnny lost to a one-legged kid, basically. Right. The two-time champ. One-legged kid that learned it from mob boss guys and. Although, if if anybody's a UFC fan out there, Leota Machida once oh. kicked Randy Couture's teeth off with a just a, it's a straight front kick. And he basically did the crane kick. He kind of semi threw one knee up and then kicked with his 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 uh, the leg that his plant leg and blasted Randy Couture did, in did it. He, and did he put his arms up and uh, he didn't dang, have the arms and, and up? His but he basically did the oh, kind of faking kick. Oh. with the left and then kicked with the right Not the and crane kick. straight up the middle and just blew out his teeth. It was great. Knocked him. Did out. he call him Juicy Couture? <laughs> 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 Called him toothless couture. <laughs> that would be a dope. Dude, I, I just, I'll take that. I love it. I love that scene so much. I can't even tell you. Well, I'm, I'm going to continue with the violence theme because I'm shagging, just throwing down at a moment's notice. Um, oh, yeah. There's a lot of people ready just to fight instantly. And it's mm-hmm. not just Danielson and Johnny or or the, 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 the sensei. It's also Johnny's, I mean, uh, Daniel's girl. When, oh, yeah. when he hands her the pipe and when he's running from Johnny and she immediately just violently just jacks his legs as he's oh, trying yeah. to run oh, by. Well, that's not the only time, And right? she throws a right cross at the dance. Hey, are, we, are we sleeping on the beach scene here? Because, like, the violence that begins that, she is pushing him and hitting him and kicking him. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's a seriously two-way domestic violence relationship going on between Allie and Johnny. Yeah. And you you know this is only the tip of the iceberg. They've like that that's the mild stuff that they've gotten past. Allie, she might have grown up with a silver spoon in her hand, but she's got fucking like metal in her fist because she's ready to throw down always. She's like, rage. She got a lot of rage. A lot of rage. It, the other scene where where um, Karate Kid, uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> whatever Daniel Karate Kid, Karate Kid, <laughs> blanked out um, on the, at the soccer tryouts. I yeah. mean, well, he has leg swept and then just he's, instantly starts throwing punches. Yeah, yeah, he instantly defo- just full on double leg takedown into a, just a straight and, ground and pound. But then down. all he does is get sent off the field. Like, he, there's no way he's not going. Like, well, this this was the 80s, man. Yeah, no, he no, said, no, just, just, just get out of here. That's all that's trying to say. Just get out of here. No, like, really, I just don't want to see yeah. you anymore. No one got You have to go to the principal's office. There was no referrals written down. It was just like, just dude, get out of here. What are you doing? If there had been cell phone cameras in the 80s, we'd see some good fights, wouldn't we, Zach? In the 80s? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, dude. Some... You at the bus stop? That, there would have been seven cameras oh, from different oh. angles. I, I definitely got in some fights at the bus stop. <laughs> so, I feel kind of bad about one the of The bus them. stops, there were some major fights. <laughs> I got yelled at by some friends' moms at the bus stop. So we were, at, we were doing a, uh, a senior project um, for one of our classes, and we were filming some stuff, and we were, we were in downtown Houston, and we'd heard like all day long that there was going to be a fight after school in the park. And so we're, we're filming this thing. And this is an old school camcorder with little eight millimeter tapes or whatever. Oh, yeah. And so this is way before cell phones. Um, and so we 
Go to the no, park. No, wait, wait, wait. You're, you're in high school? I'm in high school. Oh, this is a VHS camcorder. Is, is this a, really 8 millimeter? Or, what, those little small ones. Those that small was really? The ones okay, that go inside of, that of was, the That was high tape. tech for that day. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we, yeah. I had one of the first ones. Anyway, um, so we go to watch this fight, and I got the camcorder with me, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, shit, I can film this fucking thing. So I pull, I pull it up, and I actually filmed this fight with this camcorder, and at one point, I remember like watching the footage later, and like somebody looking at me, going, "What the fuck are you do? Like, how? Why are you filming this or whatever?" And then I heard, after we filmed it and the fight got broken up, that the cops had showed up, and then they heard that somebody had filmed it, and they were looking for the tape. And I said, "Fuck this, and I'm out of here." And I just fucking <laughs> oh. drove home and just took the evidence with me, and nobody ever saw it. You know what's funny is that that was like the spot. Like people wanted to fight after school, they went to that park. That park. I assume because they thought it was off school or school grounds. Ironically, nope, nope. owned by the school. Right. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. like in full view of the street. Yeah. Right. And like, yeah, if you're coming down our main street, and you would school. basically see like, oh, there's kids fighting in the park. Look at yeah. that. A lot of fights in that park. <laughs> what are we shagging right now? Yeah. So if you were going to shag something, what would you shag? If I was going <laughs> to No. For sure, what I'm going to shag from this movie is one of my favorite things. And somebody sort of already mentioned it earlier. And one of my favorite things that is a real thing is the kid that doesn't know karate that pretends like he knows karate. Or the kid that, like, yeah. Oh, man. That, <laughs> that, like, took karate one time and then all of a sudden now tells you numerous times throughout your life how good they are at karate and how they would whoop everybody's ass if they did get into a situation where they needed to use their karate. And they maybe do some, like, cool shadow boxing on the, on the, uh, on the playground and maybe do some sweeps and some shit. I, I vividly remember this kid that was like karate, karate, karate. And there was this kid that we all know that was like the studliest of stud state champion, freaking everything, you know, all world football player, all this stuff. And freaking they, they, they got into it. And, uh, this dude was like, Oh, let me go handle this. And we were like, what? And he just got his ass fucking kicked by the football fucking wrestling star. And then just couldn't believe that his karate didn't work <laughs> against, <laughs> against this guy. That's like fucking 3% muscle and fucking t- three times his size. And, uh, I just love that, that like, that like insane confidence that kids got going to like Taekwondo in the eighties well, that like all of a sudden they could beat people up. That's so related to like the, the, the YouTube videos of like these, these oh, McDojo yes. guys that like they think that they have like these powers to be able to like block shit and stuff oh, yeah. and, yeah. and, they and they've got UFC all these followers <laughs> and then they get challenged by these like actual MMA guys and eventually they kind of like have to do it because it's like you're making money off these people you got to show that your shit actually works and then they just get smoked Dude. and it's like it's sad it's like how did you convince people that this is like your actual powers but when you're a little kid there's like a way that you can t- convince like a certain group of kids that like oh yeah oh you're you you do like a few kicks and they're like oh my god this guy's a fucking karate Daniel's kid. on like, kicks through a gate and yeah. Freddie's like oh you want to teach me karate <laughs> yeah I'll take you to a party let's go <laughs> yeah. you, you want to meet the hottest chicken no, school I, I had I had a, my an older co- cousin who was a little older than than you Scotty even which is unbelievable um. <laughs> He uh, he's since reportedly <laughs> report actually uh, hard to say <laughs> hard to say he's he's not he he's doing as well as this story would imply. Apparently, as I've heard many times, he was at the at the county fair once hammered. This is like around high school. Probably would have been just you know the height of like you know Karate Kid fever. Get picks a fight with some dude, tries to roundhouse him. Had no karate training. <laughs> just, just gets tries his a roundhouse ass kicked. <laughs> 
And uh, much yeah. like Danielson on the beach, thinking, much "Oh, I like know Daniel karate. On the beach. I read a book. It taught yep. me how to do it." Yep, it didn't work out for him in life. Yeah, so that's my that's my shag. One of my favorite things: <laughs> people being supremely confident. It goes along with my uh, my other one that I was talking about a couple weeks ago, where people are like, "Oh yeah, I'm a really great singer." No, I can't sing right now. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, that's, a, that's um, def- definitely the same vein. So Nate, I'm gonna snag. Mr. Miyagi. Nice. I had that typed in here. I figured there's going to be a lot of us snagging this. I, I mean, I, we, we haven't given Miyagi. him enough due. We haven't. And, in uh, this in this at all yet. At any element of it, right? Like the character as written, the, the performance as acted, right. and the sort of the, 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 the notion, right? Like the very, like the essence of the thing, of the role, the, the way the role plays, you know, as a mentor, as somebody who is like, I think one of the things I like the most about the character and about the way it's played is the level of calm that's brought, right? Like I feel similar here to like Goodwill hunting in the Harvard bar, right? Like kind of unflappable, just mm-hmm. a guy that's, you know, I, I'm, I'm willing to deal with this if I have to, mm-hmm. but like, I, I'm, I'm happy to walk away. I, my, none, the, none of my like machismo has yes. to enter into this. Right. He gets right. nothing out of being the toughest guy. In the right. Room. Like I'm the toughest guy in the room, but I don't need you to know it. Right. And, and I think that for me with Miyagi is the thing that is so, it's so endearing, I guess. Well, it's right? like when he, when he squared off against uh crease, you know, in, in the dojo, yeah. you know, he just like, just right in the eye, always, yeah. always look eye. Yeah. And just, you know, he's doing all the, machi- that like, Crease, this ultimate bad guy, right. is just, like, totally, like, mad-dogging him and talking tough. And he's just looking at him like, nope, I ain't backing down at all. Yeah. And so. I love it. So I read that uh, the guy that plays Miyagi, Pat Morita. Pat Morita, yeah. He's, like, from California and has no accent. He grew up, he did he did get interned as a, as a kid. He uh but yeah, no no real accent. Isn't that insane? So he's yeah. doing an accent when he's playing Miyagi the whole time. Yeah. That's crazy. Hmm. And 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 just the the honor of, of Mr. Miyagi as far as like, I mean, lost his wife and his unborn child when when he's off fighting. Right. For the United States in World War II. The unit he fought for, I mean, was one of the most decorated, highly decorated units. I mean, they fought in Europe, and in the fact that they got crazy amounts of medals, and so he they sh- he, he pulls up the Medal of Honor, highest right. award you can get, and 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 just coming home, and he's like, "What am I gonna do with my life?" and just becomes a maintenance dude, right? And is happy to just to live the rest of his life, like you know what, this is what this is who I am, this is what I do. He's got a killer house in San Fernando Valley for a maintenance dude, by the way. Yeah, maybe because he keeps having dope these, pad. Maybe because he keeps getting these kids to come over and pretend to train them, and they do all his yard work. <laughs> no contract whatsoever, dude. Just free labor. Well, he's got four nice cars. I mean, they're old cars, but I mean, right. the same he's got he's got four four classic cars sitting there. He's like, change the oil, change the oil, <laughs> change the oil, replace light bulb, replace light bulb. Now I guess I'm doing accents. Damn it! Didn't get a really good look at the other cars, but is that the car you guys would have picked? You would have gone with the yellow one. The yellow one all day, baby. Yeah, that it, one in the ends like that little, those little like mini ones that I'd never right. liked. The, Def- they look like little toy cars. Definitely wouldn't have gone with that one, but there was one right next to the yellow one. I might have taken the truck. That looked pretty badass. 
So they were all pretty badass. <laughs> yeah. And especially Danielson's amazing detail guy. Like, I mean, he's got a job at Prime Shine Express mm. any day because he really got some shine going on. Does does Daniel talk shit to his mom like, I got a better car than you, mom? Because <laughs> I mean she's still trying to push her car. You know she's got to go to work in the morning and she's like, Daniel, can I take your car? He's like, no. fuck no, Ma. I gotta press Allie. Stay away from my car, Ma. <laughs> like all of a sudden, Danielson Boston all of a sudden. Oh, I hated you yeah. and Reseda. <laughs> You're wicked stupid. <laughs> yeah, but he's, I mean, he does have it. And again, if some old guy is giving you a car and, and you bring it home, I mean, what's what's mom or dad going to say? Like, they're gonna be like wait, wait, who's this guy? There's yeah. no dad, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm saying if it was you guys <laughs> and your mom or dad yeah, and you've no, got no some bells guy, are going off, no flags. She's like, this you guys are making this too. Don't let's not trash Miyagi, okay? <laughs> Miyagi had My parents would have questions. That's all I'm saying. There would be some questions of like, why is he giving you a car? But I guess maybe she's looking for the father figure for him. So she's yeah. also like, kind of like, hey, you know what? That's the way it's supposed to go. I don't know. Brad, mine, mine was Mr. Miyagi. It was it was right there with him. We had to talk about him enough because, and again, real quick, I want to say I, I thought this movie is too long in the middle. But the one scene I would not take out is the drunken, like where he's drunk with his wife. Yep. Yeah. Like as much as it's weird and he's giving him Danielson alcohol and stuff, acting wise, it's just Fantastic. a great. Yeah. tour de force from from Pat Morita. Like as just as far as he's emotional and like first he's all strong and like acting all ha 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 like I'm drunk and then when he starts breaking down and like that's it's great acting. Yeah. Like it really moves you. Like I was like, God damn, I feel bad for this dude. Yeah, they get. Uh, I'm going to snag the fine, the lost art of 80s montages. Mm. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Just so great. The the whole the date is awesome. You know, doing all the different thing, all the different games. Um, here's a question for you guys: if, When you're on a date, when you're younger, in high school or whatever, and you're playing air hockey or whatever. Do you let them win or do you just fuck, fuck no it? destroy it? <laughs> That's what. <I> was <laughs> <laughs> Nate, I see you pondering a little bit. No, Nate's a let them win guy. I think or at so. least get it, let them get it close. Make uh, it competitive, I but <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, pro- I probably, I probably tried to let them win, but then in the end, I couldn't do it. Yeah, That's probably where I was at. <laughs> Brad, I, I'm probably in the same vein of trying to make it close, but you know, you got to get that win at the yeah. end. I think my move, I- my move with air hockey was. I would be like, let's make this even. I'll play with my dick. And then I'd just <laughs> slap my dick onto the little handle and fucking play defense that way. If, if, and, and I'll tell a quick story that Nate, <laughs> Nate and I in eighth grade, uh, we, we, we liked to play volleyball and there was, there was no like men's volleyball team, but they, the girls had a volleyball team mm-hmm. and we had a little video news station that we got to record on and we put a challenge out to the girls volleyball team that <laughs> challenge us guys, whoever wins, like if you guys beat us, we would wear dresses. And we went out there and we played them, and it was like at lunch, all like basically the entire school's in the gym, like watching this match happen. And uh, we basically threw the first game. We were just like, oh, we can let them win. We'll come back. And then the second game, we tried to come back and we were not <laughs> able to do it. <laughs> no, we got smoked. We got smoked. And the next thing you know, the, 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 the Monday we came back to school, we were, we were wearing dresses. So. Oh, my oh, goodness. Yeah. You know what? Respect to you. You guys, you guys threw it down and you, you took the punishment. I like that. That's yep, good. Yep, the yep. punishment was the high heels I had to wear. <laughs> I don't think I wore heels. I think my, I wore flats. My feet were never the same. I was smart. Went with Roman sandals. <laughs> Gladiator sandals. Uh, snag. I am snagging 
So similar to Nate's crane kick pick, I am snagging the music and the way that they build up the last, the very last end of the, of the fight and the way mm-hmm. that the music sort of swells and the crescendo and the way that it all comes together. And then the music just kind of fucking kicks in and they're celebrating. And it's like, bah, bah, bah. it's so fucking good, dude. So the, it I also literally gives throw, you goosebumps. I mean, the music that also is the ominous music in this where mm-hmm. there's about to bad things are about to happen uh-huh. is also just incredible. Like there's a lot of really killer agree. score. And score there's a lot and of like, there's like, there's like good music, but the, the score I think is just off. Well, it's one of these, we've talked about this before. It's one of those movies where it has both a great score and a great soundtrack. Correct. Yeah. And, and, and not all movies, like there's a lot of movies that do one or the other, yeah. either exclusively or one really well and the other one, not very well. This one's just, kills on both dimensions well bill conti i mean again this is the same guy that directed rocky bill conti was the the rocky score so oh my gosh i mean that's that's, that's why it makes sense that he's so good at just timing and, and the music for those 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 big scenes i've forgotten that it ju- it literally just ends like the movie just kind of just ends he, he kicks him in the <laughs> face they celebrate they're carrying him and miyagi kinda, smiles he's, he's and smi- it's over it's over it is a that's very it. abrupt ending i said the same thing last night i was just like that ends really abruptly. That's yeah. kind of wild. I don't remember that, that it just like... Well, it's partly because you think of the beginning Kid of Karate Kid 2. Right. Or, no, Karate Kid 3, right? No, 2. No, 2. two. Where immediately... Ends right, ends, it begins right at the beginning uh, or at the end of the, the tournament. And then they go out the parking lot, and then that's yeah. where Kreese ends up like throwing Johnny's trophy on the ground and yeah. like, pushing him around, and then Miyagi kicks Kreese. That's, that's our, our first honk. I'm almost positive that's Karate Kid 3. I watched Karate Kid 2 last night at the beginning just to refresh. Really? It's 100% Karate Kid 2. It's 2. I hate you guys. (laughs) (laughs) That's one thing we haven't talked at all about is the sequels. Um, Not that we should get into that now per se, but... I I feel like if you you watch Karate Kid 1 and you've never seen it, go watch at least the beginning of Karate Kid 2. I actually think all of Karate Kid 2 is pretty good. Karate Kid 3 is dog shit. I never Karate saw Kid Three it. is possibly the better one of of all three. Are you kidding me? Karate Kid Three is dog shit. It's amazing. It gets so like eighties bad guy and fucking crazy. I, I ne- <laughs> it's so good. I never saw that one. I saw two. Karate Kid Two. Oh, all, all I ever think about Karate Kid Two is the little spinny things that do 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 the little drum thingies. But it brings back the like like the most obvious move of all time, seeming like a surprise. Like he's like. All you gotta do is spin your arms and then chop, and like nobody's <laughs> gonna see it coming. <laughs> what? Well, because one kid like sees the crane kick and like actually takes him down like after it, and so right. it's like you can't use that crane kick anymore. You gotta right. you gotta do something else. Go back not, to the basics. Surprising. But yeah. Scott, you haven't seen Karate Kid Three? I never saw it. When he goes against Barnes, Ricky Barnes, or Matt Barnes, and, or whatever the fuck his name to, is. I wanted to watch it because I started watching Karate Bad Boy. I started watching Cobra Kai, the, the the TV show. Oh yeah. And once I started getting into bringing back those characters, like who the fuck are these guys? And I'm like, well, I guess I should go watch. This movie, but am I gonna like it now? You should watch it. Okay, it's really good. Okay, it gets brutal. It's like a mind fuck. Too. My wife remembers number two as being her favorite. So that's crazy. Yeah, Oniko. It's time to get the body bags out. Get him a body bag. <laughs> you had to say it. You had to do that. I mean, if there's any a time where we got to finally use that line correctly. So, Scotty, if you're body bagging, what are you bagging, and what kind of body are you putting in it? Whoever wrote the smack talk for this movie, like you mentioned it earlier, the looks like she's into fungus. Yeah. <laughs> that line is awful. And then the other one is by the same guy who yells the body bag line is, must be take a worm for a walk week. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> take a worm yeah. for a walk week. <laughs> 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 they're, they're all in there. He just yells it out, must be 
take a worm for a walk week. And he's just all intense. And it's like, that's the best you got. So whoever wrote that shit, come on, you can do better. They were meatheads. <laughs> no. Nate, you know, I'm body bagging Freddie. Oh, really? Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. Fuck That's Freddy. deserving. Freddie, I, I think both the real, like both if the character were really a, a character, real, a real person, I would body bag Freddie. Like he's just a dipshit. Um, but also I think like I don't know that I need Freddie. Like I, I think if I could, you, it establishes a couple of important things quickly, so I'm okay with that. But I wish they'd kind of done it in some different way. Like they could have had a couple of different characters let that happen. Um, you know, he, 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 or maybe Freddie just fades away after the invite. I don't know. I just, the Freddie thing was distracting on this watch. Mm. Um, especially his t-shirt, his pig fucking t-shirt. You know, <laughs> can handle it. Bradley, what are we body bagging? I hate to do it. I really do, but I have to body bag Joe Esposito. You're the best. Is not the best song I've ever heard in my life. Oh, it's the oh, best song. You're the best around. It you're is the best. It is the best. <laughs> <laughs> it is really waiting for, waiting for that reference. A terrible, terrible song. Oh yeah. And and the fact that I mean it's nostalgic <laughs> and I do love it. I love the fact that it's in the movie and I love the fact that it's like something that people remember. But it is really a bad '80s song. Like it's if you just if you go to the dictionary, like bad '80s song, it has to be "You're the Best" because it's just got everything wrong with '80s songs. Terrible lines, <laughs> cheesy synth, and like just everything about it is just really, really bad. So yeah, I'm except, I'm, except the part where it sounds like you want to just like go up and you know run through a brick. Do you want to run through a brick yeah. wall after yeah. listening yeah. to "You're the Best"? That's, you're the best. So I, I did. Oh, I did look into it though, great, and I gotta give. Hook. I gotta give Joe Esposito a little bit more. So he had mo- he had songs on a lot of movies, and uh, this was actually written originally for Rocky Three, but oh, they ended up using that. Eye of the Tiger, and that's why there's that's a line a in it show. where he, they say he says uh, history repeats itself, like that's actually mentioning the Rocky movies rather okay. than talking about anything Karate Kid. No shit. Yeah. And it ruins the whole thing for me now. And Joe Esposito, I, I give him props. His his son, Mike Esposito, he had four kids. One of his kids uh, actually pitched for three games with the Colorado Rockies. So Three games? Yeah. All right. Good job, bud. Uh, I, <laughs> I, got a, I got a real easy body bag, and it was the, the casting of this movie because I think that they really fucked this up. I think that we make film history, and we have two of the biggest films of all time already, and we make even bigger noise if we cast – Ralph Macchio in Rocky and Sylvester Stallone in The Karate Kid. I think oh. I can. Can you guys picture Ralph Macchio just doing like super light, super lightweight, super oh, I flyweight, love I love fucking that. just like boxing and learning how to box? He'd like break his wrist on a piece of meat, like on his first punch. <laughs> and then fucking Rocky does the crank. I'm saying Sly Stallone's the supposed to be like 17. And Stallone kicks. Like, <laughs> and, and he kicks Billy Zabka's head off. <laughs> Hey, Ali. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Their dialogue's not that different, though. I tell you, like no, I'm every time, you. every time Danielson talks, I'm like, he sounds just like he's imitating uh, a, a Philly. He's doing the Jersey version of of Philly's Rocky. But for real, the only body bag that I can really come up with in this movie is that just some of it, some of it drags, and I I have trouble deciding because I have like this nostalgia for all of the for all of the scenes. 
but some of it needs to go and I can't decide what, but like there's big chunks that have to go out of this movie. I think it's probably a lot of like the training montage stuff. A lot of the training, like, you know, him kind of walking around stuff. I, I agree. We keep the, we keep the drunk Miyagi scene. We keep the date scene. Uh, we keep all like the fight stuff in the beginning, but like we can lose a lot of the other shit in the middle. Like even the freaking, even the soccer fight scene and all that stuff. I think we can lose a lot of that, but Anyways, before before we get out of the segment real quick, one thing we haven't really talked about and I wanted to bring up was the whole reason that they moved from Jersey to California was his mom was going to get a job in computers or something. Yeah, why, well, why, why is she a hostess at a restaurant? Because she said she was making way more money working at the restaurant. Well, she's she going to be the... if it when, it when a spot opens up for her to train right. as a manager. Right. But and they got better benefits. So she didn't have a, a computer job lined up. Like when they she interviewed with Bill Gates, and Bill what? Gates was like, "Fuck you! You don't know what yeah. you're talking about." It was just kind of strange because I was like, she, "She's talking about computers, but then she has nothing to do with computers. She's a hostess at this restaurant, and how did that happen?" And I don't know. It was all kind of just weird. This so. was '83. She was working for uh, what is it, Commodore 64 or whatever? <laughs> she <was for> Commodore <laughs> in television. She had a job at Atari. She made Frogger. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Everybody got the body bag. Do we all put our, our body bags? We are all bagging we them up. We're bragging about our bagging. Yep. All right. I guess it's time to move on. Is that what it is? Let's ride the stream. You're the best around. Crackle, Pluto, HBO, find anime on Crunchyroll. Peacock, Hulu, Disney, Netflix, Doobie, Sling TV. Shoot Shoulder, Boobo. What the fuck is Boobo? I'm sure it'll cause a sensation. It's a streaming recommendation. Streaming recommendations. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Bev's Video Kingdom. You just heard from our sponsors. We've got uh, young Charles here. Charlie, how are you? Good. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this, Charlie. What's your favorite, like, you watch a lot of YouTube kids, right? Yes. Okay. And what is your favorite, like, channel or what's your favorite, who are you, what's your favorite show to watch? I think I know the answer. Ninja kids. Ninja, ninja kids, kids. Ninja kids. And so, is it safe to say that you would like to be a ninja? Oh, you want to be a ninja? Oh. Do you want to be a ninja? Yeah, oh my gosh. Do you want to fight? Ooh. Do you want to fight off bad guys that are mean to people? You want to fight off <laughs> bullies and bad guys? No. No. What do you want to do as a ninja? What do the ninja kids do? They can do a flip in the. Oh, yeah, they're more gymnasts than ninjas. Oh, oh okay. okay. They, they should be called gymnast kids. They, did, um, they do gymnastics and oh. ninja. Okay, but, and ninja. But here's a question. Is there bad guys? Do they ever do, do, they ever do anything that, they, that is called the crane kick? What's that? Where they put their hands up in the air like this and then they, they jump and kick. Do they ever do that? No. No? <laughs> have, have they not even ever seen Karate Kid? Have you seen the Karate Kid? Do you want to? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what are we streaming? So I'm going to go first. I have the greatest streaming pick in this vein of all time, and that movie is uh, The Three Ninjas. Do you guys oh, remember the I movie was gonna do Three that Ninjas? One? Yes. I don't believe it's on streaming anywhere. I don't think it is either. You have to like go to the library and rent the like reel to reel in order to watch it. It's so fucking old. But <laughs> have you guys seen it? Rocky Tum Tum. You you guys haven't seen it? No. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Rocky Colt and Tum Tum. 
and their grandpa's like the Mr. Miyagi that teaches them all how to be ninjas. And then they go and they have to rescue their grandpa who's been like kidnapped. Was like Jonathan Taylor Tomlinson that from? No, it wasn't even, it wasn't even, but it was guys that looked that way. Okay. It was like off-brand Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Okay. And like <laughs> low budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like and then dude, it was so terrible and I remember being so into it. I remember there's like there's robbers that break in. It's got like a sort of a home alone vibe at some point and there's these robbers that are like breaking into their house. So this one is one I think Char- Charlie that you would like. It's called oh, yeah. three it's called It's super silly. What is it called? It's Three Ninjas. Yeah, Three Ninjas. It's really good. Little kids ninjas. And these these robbers break into the house and they throw CDs at him at him as like ninja stars. It's amazing. Dude, and it like hurts them. The grandpa is a classic actor that you've seen in a billion movies. Victor Wong, if you know um what's the uh if you know Big Trouble in Little China, I say Big Trouble in Little China. He, he's, he's the, he's the main bad guy. Yeah, no, know. he's not. He's not the bad guy. He's he's Egg. He's he's the good guy. Oh, yeah. he's 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 Kurt Russell's buddy. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Not, yeah. 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 But uh, I like so. Anyways, I, like I used to love that movie when I was a kid. Go check it out. I guarantee you. We thought Karate Kid, you know, is struggling to hold up. This one is not going to hold up. So go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, so before I get to my stream recommendation, I just want to say the writer of this movie, Robert Mark Kamen, this guy. Surprisingly enough, I was like, okay, this movie didn't take much to write. He did Karate Kid 1, 2, 3, and also did the next Karate Kid. He was the screenwriter for Lethal Weapon 3. He was a screenwriter for The Fifth Element, The Transporter, Transporter 2, Taken, Transporter 3, did the story for the Karate Kid 2010 version. So he's done a lot of stuff. I was kind of surprised that he did Taken. I like Fifth Element. Fifth Element, so he's, he's not... He wasn't just like, hey, I wrote this like cheesy underdog movie. He did a lot more stuff after that, so kind of impressive. Anyway, my streaming recommendation, if you've got a guy who's you know trying to get with this new girl and he's got problems with uh, the ex or maybe the exes and he's got to do it. some fighting <laughs> to, to go ahead, I'm going to go ahead and recommend once again Scott Pilgrim <laughs> versus the World, and it is on the cock. So if you've got the cock, All right. you can Hank, check it out. Hank, uh, can you go ahead and tally that and see if uh, that means that Brad's recommended Scott Pilgrim the most I'm times? I'm pretty of the- sure the other ones that came to my mind I'd also like recommended before. So I was like, you know what? I haven't recommended well, in a while. Be, you'll be glad to know that I have a brand new one. I love Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and it's it's kind of adjacent to Karate Kid. So, so there you go. So so my my parents were relatively strict about you know, ratings and such when I was a kid. But for some reason, the loophole was that if I was sick, I was allowed to go down two doors to the house that actually my parents now live in. They years later bought it from this dentist who owned it. But he had this room full of VHSs. I mean, it was a literal closet full of VHSs. And I got to go in there and like pick them to borrow. He, Nate would wax his cars, and then he would get to go pick a DVD in this little secret room that he had. In his yeah, yeah, it was it was it was nothing weird about it. At all. <laughs> and uh, and so I think I kind of like snuck under the radar there, where I could watch like action movies. Oh yeah, and even if they are rated, because it was like, well, you know, whatever. And so the one that I remember the very I, a lot of Seagal stuff, but the one that I remember the very best, the best of the bunch was. Bloodsport. You, Dude. I can't believe you just took that from me. That's uh, amazing. Oh wow, wow. Van Damme's Bloodsport is just 
it's it's like the hardcore Karate Kid. Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah. it's it, it's exactly what it if is. You, yeah. If you like if you like Kumites and you love bad acting, then that movie is for you. Tournaments, tournaments, kicking Schnitzel's each other in the really face. into blood sport. Yeah, He's a big blood sport. Schnitz. <laughs> Chong Lee, but dude, I mean Chong Lee is a he's he's a lot more guy. intimidating than Johnny Lawrence. I'll what about what about his like burly friend that gets yeah, almost American murdered? Dude. He's the yeah. guy. He's from isn't he from Revenge of the Nerds? Yeah, isn't he Booger? It, no, not Booger. No, no, it's no. Um, uh, Ogre. Ogre. Ogre from yes. Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. Oh my gosh! You I wouldn't can... know. You haven't seen that. Zach. It's so good though. Like the freaking. There's like all the different tropes of the people that he fights. Like yep. there's like the the African guy that like jumps around and does all the crazy acrobatics. There's like the big fat big sumo like, guy. Yeah, yeah, sumo guy. It was like the first UFC when they because the first, the first very first UFC they had guys from oh, all well. different disciplines. Well, Hoist Gracie wrestles a dude that's like hundred pounds right. heavier. They had the sumo guy. Um, he got his face kicked, if I remember right, and yeah. really see that was. Pretty yeah, cool. the sumo guy got like he got teeth broken and stuff, <laughs> right. and there was the the boxer that had one boxing glove. Right. Yeah, there was a lot of strange <laughs> things. It was going like on. Mike Tyson punch out, but for real, right. basically. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, blood spores on Max. Great pick, yeah. oh, man. All right, so I guess I am glad to have a backup. I mean, the easy, like if you like this movie, check out Cobra Kai on on Netflix. If you. It's just so nostalgic. It's very cheesy. Quick, easy watches every, I think they're half-hour episodes. And uh, I, I, t- I haven't watched all of it yet because, again, I want to watch the third movie because some of the characters, I'm not yep. understanding why they're important now. But uh, the first few seasons were actually really dang entertaining. And if you like this movie, you're going to like Cobra Kai. It's it's one of my, I, okay, I, I will say this. One, I haven't seen Cobra Kai, but I, I plan to now that I've watched Karate Kid again. Okay. But... I love the idea of giving like what happened to them now, like type yeah. of shows. Like that's do, that's a, a very cool idea. Well, I didn't watch Fuller House, but I was like, I mean, Nate, you probably did, right? Yeah, I caught a couple. I watched it. Yeah, yeah, the whole first season. How'd that work out for you? <laughs> uh, not enough Candace Cameron Burr. Really? Because mm. that little sister was the one I was had. My Jody Sweeten. Really? Yeah. Nah, not me. Yeah. yeah. So, I was yeah. a Kimmy Gibbler guy, so <laughs> of course you were. I forgot was, that. Of course, course you were a Kimmy Gibbler. Really, he was, and, and you know what? That translated. That translated. <laughs> it, into makes, some real, it makes sense. That translated into some real life, uh, uh, some real life typologies. Yeah, yeah. yeah you no, know. William Zabka is, is Johnny Lawrence from from this, and he's, he's really good. He's so good. In I should guy. probably watch it. I I, I I dropped in on accidentally on one scene, and I thought that I had stumbled onto the the Power Rangers. So that's my oh, yeah. whole thing. It's, Took and my it was whole so thing. terrible, dude. It's and, not. It's not great at it. The, it's just like this. It's cheesy, but it's fucking fun and nostalgic as hell. So, so. it's good and terrible, right. and it like melds the two pretty well. And Elizabeth Shue's in it for a bit, yeah. She does come in the later seasons, but it's funny because like Johnny's like Johnny's still in love with her. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's still like figuring out a way to talk to her and he oh, finds out God. she's like back in town and like tries to reach out to her and like she, you know what I mean? And like, so it goes back to all this stuff and that stuff it does really well. Some of the stuff it doesn't do well is some of the like kids fighting stuff. And that's when it really turns into Power Rangers and it gets yeah. really like, you know, kids are doing double backflips and like kicking you know what i mean it just gets real like outlandish with some of the combat stuff um but i watched like four seasons of it so it can't be that (laughs) you know all right well i will i I probably need to give it a run yeah next category 
No jet wash for Maverick, Mexico on that goose stick. Iceberg list Titanic, Leo's drawing that nude shit. Jim fucks Nadia like we all thought he should. Ricky and Doughboy get the fuck out the hood. Luke hooks up with Leia just like he's intending. It's time for a reshelf and alternate endings. So here on BBK, we like to pick an alternate way that this movie could end or make it into a different movie. Brad, what are we going to do to this movie to uh, make it better, make it worse, make it different? You know, mine's really easy because at the end, the, the scene, the movie does end very abruptly. It's like the, right. the, the, the kick happens, they celebrate, they lift him up, he gets the trophy and, and, and Johnny comes over and says it's yours, whatever. I want Freddie to run out in that mat and start celebrating with Danielson, oh. and all of a sudden Danielson's like, "Oh, I remember you!" And then just roundhouse kicks him and like just <laughs> knocks him out right in the middle of everybody, yeah. and just lays out Freddie. So Freddie just and he's like, "Yeah," and then he continues celebrating and Mr. Miyagi. And that makes so much sense for Freddie's character too. Like he's just like, "Nah, I don't have anything to do with this kid." And he's like, "Oh shit, he's the yeah, winner." He, yeah, Freddie's the ultimate up. bandwagon guy. He's like, I'm going to bring the new yeah. guy to the thing. Yeah. But then he gets his ass kicked. I don't want nothing. Yeah, to do and, and instead of Mr. Miyagi smile at the end because Mr. Miyagi, Mr. Miyagi's kind of shaking his head like, "Damn it, Daniel, <laughs> you learn nothing. <laughs> right? You learn nothing. <laughs> he did offense." Oh uh, uh, man, I think they should have added like I, the way I would change the movie is like you t- if you still want it to be two hours and six minutes, you take you take a page from Cobra Kai, and you sort of add in because Ali's obviously a badass, right? And Allie, like, can throw a mean right cross, mm-hmm. and she's fucking ready to throw down at any moment, right? Obviously. So you add in the element of maybe Johnny gets a new girl, and maybe she, they get into it a little bit, too. And then we have, like, the chick fight in the parking lot before the tournament, you know what I mean? And they're all, and, you know, she's Allie's out there in her cable knit sweater just, like, freaking throwing bombs and just, like, freaking... <laughs> Beating Johnny's new just, girlfriend? Yeah, just kicking chicks in the face and shit. <laughs> You know what I mean? I think this. I think this really think, ups the ante. This is what they would have done in. She's doing back handstand kicks. It's like exactly. it's just crazy. I think that that addition would singularly, on its own, take this movie and reshelf it from a classic to a made-for-TV movie. <laughs> and it, it would fit right into Cobra Kai, which yeah, is exactly. like the ultimate made-for-TV movie. And then Karate Kid Two is the actual first ever like mixed female male karate championships, where it's like tag team Johnny and and his new girl. Versus oh, it's Allie perfect. And, oh, and Daniel. Yeah. Oh, I'm in for or if they have a falling out and Daniel fights Allie in the end of two. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, obviously, Allie's, Allie's got a few like yeah. domestic violence tendencies. Exactly. So I think yeah. these, these this all is the work 80s. Out. Yeah. Okay. We're yeah. still in an era where, you know, apparently that's okay. Uh, I love it. Uh, I don't really have an alternate ending, but I have like an, an ending augmentation. I just want a couple of ringside announcers for that final fight. Oh, I love oh, that. Oh, yeah, I love that. Like and Jason Bateman. Like Jason Bateman. <laughs> what about maybe, maybe the guy from, uh, from uh, Major League? Oh, Bob Uecker. <laughs> Bob <Yeah. Uecker. laughs> Fantastic. But anybody that can explain the fucking rules as they happen and explain why was that an illegal punch? Why was that a, a bad kick? Yeah, you need that voiceover to explain a little bit because of what's going on. Because nothing is explained at all. Not even after he gives the fake, like, like the, the punch. He doesn't even say, no point punch to the face or, or or does he even say that I, he might, I don't know. It just, it was frustrating because I remember even as a kid going, okay, well, what just happened? Why, how come that didn't, uh, it was he didn't get, two. A, he didn't get disqualified. Yeah. Like what's going on and there? Like, and like, what does sweep the lick mean? Like, sweep why would lick. you say that at a karate match? <laughs> <laughs> Is it wipe his nose or something? Is that, I don't understand it at all. Leg, bro. Leg. Oh man. Sweep the lick. 
Okay. Nate, is there any other possible alternate endings to this? I don't have an alternate ending. Actually, I have the rare reshelf. So I realized when I watched it this time that there's this like moment early where I was like, dude, this is reminding me, give me a super, super like weird vibe. So when they're up, when they're up on the thing with the, 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 up on the bluff with the bikes and Johnny's talking to that dude in the blonde hair and all of a sudden, dude, I'm like, whoa, that's giving me Kiefer brought vibes. Yeah. Lost, Lost Boys. We just take this movie and we make blend it with Lost Boys. So everything's exactly the same, except the Cobra Kai guys, they're all vampires. I love this. the Kar- Karate Boys. Karate Kid Till Dawn. Karate Kid Till Dawn. I love it. Why not? I think it, it does give that works. same vibes because it's the motorcycles. It's uh-huh. like the beach. It feels everything. just like it, dude. Wow. And Lost Boys came out like uh, three or four years after. Total ripoff. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Fucking copycats. <laughs> <laughs> Karate Kid Till Dawn. All right. So... I think we've uh, we've we've done Karate Kid pretty good, pretty well. I think mm-hmm. we've uh, I think we've uh, you know given it some given it some harsh criticism, but giving it okay. its uh, deserved praise. I think so we earned like a brown belt. I'd or say something. we gave it the yeah. best around. Yeah, we give it the brown the brown belt. <laughs> the best, <laughs> the best. So, Brad, what's our draft for next week? Oh boy. Well, I mean, considering that Daniel had to fight his way through the entire Cobra Kai dojo to win his championship and he was just an underdog from from jersey that's coming out trying to just you know make his way we're gonna do the best most memorable underdog Ooh, ooh, i like that category are we going i guess we'll, we'll discuss we'll discuss the semantics of it next leave week it pretty open yeah. to what an underdog actually is yeah let that judge let's do let the judge work. actually work for a change but we'll allow teams yeah yeah, I yeah. think it's going to be team be or individual. Teams. Yeah, yeah there, there's obviously some great teams. So Could it be inanimate objects? Oh, yeah. definitely. Definitely. What? Wally, what? he was an ultimate underdog. What about like Wilson? Oh, yeah, the, for, the volleyball? Yeah. That was full of cum? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, what are the chances he makes it, right? To I mean, the, back to the island and then like there's that in Castaway 2 where he finds the ball. <laughs> that's right so thank you so much for hanging out with us talking about karate kid come back for our draft next week and uh does anybody else have any closing thoughts wax on fuck off bye-bye <laughs> <laughs>